Welcome to Stay Grounded with your host, me, Raj Jana. I'm the founder of Java Press Coffee Company, and my life changed after my mentor died with three months left until retirement. That experience inspired me to start a personal journey to discover how we can all live a purpose-driven and meaningful life starting today. I interview everyone from best-selling authors and business moguls to extreme athletes and monks to discuss happiness, success, and fulfillment to uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. Hello, everybody. My name is Raj, and thanks for joining us on the Stay Grounded podcast today. I want to introduce you to our amazing guest speaker today, Miss Lauren Raja. How are you, Lauren? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here with us. So before we get into the interview with Lauren and and talking about her amazing story, I want to give some context to what we're doing here and what the Stay Grounded podcast is. Stay Grounded podcast, we really want to talk about daily fulfillment, happiness, and how to have more of it in daily life. So we do everything we can to bring on amazing speakers who have gone through a myriad of experiences throughout life and seem to just keep on trucking on and keep winning. And so Lauren Tater Day, Lauren, um, I'm going to actually let you give you, uh, give a short bio, what you do, what your company is, who you are, where you live, and uh, we'll run from there. How does that sound? Sure, sure. So my name is Lauren Raja. I started my own pajama line called Justin Jean Pajamas about a year ago. And the reason for the name is my hus- I lost my husband about three years ago in an accident while we were in Santorini on vacation. He drowned while we were on a boat trip uh, with a wet, his sister's wedding party. It was his sister's um, like pre-wedding boat cruise, whatever. So it's been a little crazy. So anyway, so I lost him about three years ago. Jean is my late grandmother. She was a seamstress that helped raise me. And, um, you know, I spent my whole life watching her make the most beautiful outfits and, you know, um, Barbie clothes and my communion dress, you name it, um, prom gowns. So that's where the clothing influence came from. So after losing my husband, um, you know, it took me about six months to kind of get on my feet, but I resigned as a, my, uh, as a math teacher. I was a middle school math teacher for 10 years. And I decided that life's too short to not follow your dream. So that is when I got to work completely clueless, had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> but it kept me busy. And it, what pushed me was, um, you know, being able to honor two people that meant so much to me. Um, so that's when I decided to uh, name my company, Justin Jean. My logo is their actual handwriting, which makes it, you know, ties into my whole message of being authentic. And, um, yeah, it's almost like I subconsciously created um, something fun and happy to get myself out of that deep depression. They have three ruffles on the back, and I created a hashtag called Rock the Ruffles that kind of encompasses um, what my brand is all about. Each ruffle stands for a core value I think is very important to live by. Um, authenticity, integrity, and passion. And all pajamas have a heart patch sewn on the sleeve to kind of further encourage people to live their dream. So in the past, well, October was when we officially launched 
and I started actually selling. It took me a year before that to set everything up. But um, since launching, we've sold about 1,300 pairs. Currently, we offer um, sizes six months old up to women's 2XL. So we're expanding now. But back then, it was just 2T to uh, women's extra large. And... Yeah, so things are good. I didn't expect it to <laughs> be as good as, as it is, but it's amazing the response you get when you put your whole heart into something and you show people that you love what you do and you put your you know passion into it. I think that's amazing. Um, firstly, congratulations on all the success you've been having. And uh, I, I think your story is so incredible. And I think it's, it's such an important story. You know, you said something very specific right now about how you created something to make you happy and help you through that. So can you describe, you know, what, what, what did your routine look like when you were just starting out? Like when you, when you went from the space where you were trying to get back on your feet, like how did you get yourself back on your feet and, and moving towards this thing that, that was going to make you really happy? Well, um, in the beginning months after losing my husband, I came home and I just, I just didn't know what to do with myself. You know, I kind of just sat in darkness and just stared at the wall, literally. (laughs) Um, and then I don't know what came over me, but you know, I guess it was slowly, but it was sudden, but it was, you know, gradually over a few months. Um, I started to channel my late grandmother, my, I called her mama Jean. Um, and I thought, what would she do? if she were here, because I, you know, there's nothing stronger than the power of example. Right. So growing up, I saw her overcome some crazy, um, you know, challenges and, and I watched her and how she handled it and she never gave up and she drank lots of coffee too. (laughs) So I I got to work. I started drinking coffee and I organized my, my home and I started coming up with some crazy inventions and my girlfriends were thought I was crazy, but they were happy. I was getting out of bed, you know? And then I I don't know, it's kind of a blur, but I just remember thinking I'm going to create pajamas and they're going to be polka dots to start off with because my husband loved polka dot socks. He always dressed. He was always dressed perfectly with his suit and his crazy socks. And he loved the polka dot socks. So I made them all polka dots and ruffles to remind me of my, like the innocence as a child to bring that back. Um, you know, and it just kind of evolved from there, but I guess my routine was, I just did that 24 <laughs> seven. I really didn't have, I didn't want to go out. Um, I kind of just stayed in my apartment and secluded myself. It probably wasn't the best thing to do, but it took me being at my lowest point to realize what I really wanted to do in life. And if it meant, you know, six months of staying in and focusing and learning and, you know, um, creating the pattern for my, you know, for my pajamas and things like that, then so be it, you know? Um, so that was my routine back then. I really didn't have one, um, in the beginning. Then once I kind of had, um, you know, I created my website and things like that. Like I had everything in place. Um, I realized, okay, you're unhealthy. You need to start (laughs) taking care of yourself now, you know? So 
I started exercising, you know, I lost the weight that I put on. Um, my cholesterol was high. It went down, you know, I started to kind of take care of myself a little bit more and I still struggle with that. Like the exercise piece I need to, um, you know, I, I get so involved in the business and I, you know, I forget to, you know, take care of myself more so physically than anything. Um, but yeah, so that was my routine then. Now I'm kind of more grounded, if you will. I have, you know, I wake up, I have my coffee, I go for a two mile walk with the dog. And then, um, you know, I usually pack up my orders at night. And during the day, I'll answer emails, you know, um, come up with some plans like for, you know, Facebook ads and things like that. So that's wonderful. No, I, <laughs> that honestly, that was, that was great. I, I always find it so crazy. Uh, I remember when we were, we, we started Java press. Um, you know, I, I went through this phase where I just didn't want to do anything but work. <laughs> um, you know, you just get so excited about something you're doing and that mm-hmm. start that becomes the thing that makes you really happy. Um, mm-hmm. and then eventually along the way you realize that, uh, you're an engine too, and you need to grease the engine and, and keep it fueled to, sure. to keep doing all those amazing things you want to do. So I'm glad you yeah. found your rhythm. So, so right now you clearly, so you drink coffee every day. Is that what I oh, heard you say? Oh yes. I drink coffee all day. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. That's my kind of girl. What kind of, uh, so how did, what kind of role does coffee play in your life? Is there, is there, is it something you look forward to every day? Is it something that you, it, does your day start without it? Uh, like, how, what, what kind of role does, does coffee itself play in your day-to-day life? And, and how does that help you get through a lot, a lot of the things that you're trying to accomplish? Well, it's funny because I kind of view coffee as I, like I view my pajamas. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but you know, they bring, it brings me comfort. And when I wake up in the morning, my friend Tanya, she lives in Miami, but whenever she comes to visit, she's like, I'm not talking to you until you have your coffee. <laughs> You know, it's some, it's part of my routine. It's part of my life, you know, and, um, it does, it brings me comfort and I can't imagine life without it. (laughs) I'm going to have to agree with you on that. (laughs) And I think a lot of our listeners can too. Um, no, that's, 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 that's great. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really happy that like you look great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're in this space where you, you, it looks like just things are starting to tick. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I know how that feels, uh, especially when, 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 when your business is starting to do well and then, and then, and then the parts of your life start to sort of follow the business and everything just starts to kind of connect in a really, really fruitful way. So it looks like that's, that's where you are. And that makes me really happy to hear. So oh, thank you, Ross. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, you know, I want to, I want to touch a little more on, on like your, just, just, how you are right now and, and some almost like some daily non-negotiables, like, um, you know, like, you know, as you were going through a lot of the things you did as you were, as you were getting your company started and you were getting everything going, mm-hmm. um, you said you channeled, uh, your, your late grandmother. Could mm-hmm. you explain a little more about that? Uh, I, these for, I, I think that there's a really powerful lesson somewhere in there sure. for people who are going through a, a tough time. Um, when I say I channeled my grandmother, I guess, um, what I'm referring to more or less is just her example. Um, you know, I lived with her since I was born. So I think the best gift she gave me, um, was just how she reacted to situations, but didn't ignore them. 
she would show her emotion and she would communicate her emotion and she would cry while she was working um, or doing whatever, but she never stopped. You know, she never stopped. I mean, she didn't go out or do much, you know, she stayed home a lot, but she never stopped cleaning or sewing or whatever her project was. She just kept going. I remember when she was diagnosed with cancer, I would go pick her up in the hospital. She would be pulling out the IV herself. She didn't want to wait for the nurse to come. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, what are you doing? You know, yep. she's like, I have to get home. I have to get home. I have laundry to do. I have this to do. I have that to do. And it was like no nonsense up until her last days. Um, it was hard to watch her, you know, at the end because she couldn't even hold a cup of coffee. And she loved her coffee. And I'll never forget. It was like a week before she passed and she was holding her car and she dropped it. And she was so, she was so self-sufficient and, um, you know, no nonsense, no excuses. But like I said, the key, the key point is she showed her emotion. She acknowledged her emotion. She didn't hide it. And you know what I mean? Like she, you know, she would, she would show me that she was sad. She would communicate that, but she didn't let that stop her. So when all of this happened, you know, I live in a town called New Hope, Pennsylvania. My family lives, you know, most of my family lives about an hour and a half, two hours away from here. So I'm more or less by myself with my dog. You know, so a lot of things I do by myself. So um, when, when I was at that point, I just thought of her and, and her strength. And I, I just used that to, to keep going. And I remember I was having a hard time, you know, and someone had said to me when, when, in a tra- when a traumatic event happens, like I watched my husband die right in front of me. That's almost harder than the actual loss. You know, it replays in my head a lot. Um, but when, when your brain suffers something traumatic, it's hard to bounce back. I was forgetting to do simple tasks. I was forgetting silly things. So I remember I went to, to Staples and I bought like a big whiteboard calendar, like a whiteboard, no, blank whiteboard. And I just wrote down every little thing I had to do. You know, I just didn't give up. And, um, you know, I have to give that credit to my grandmother because she was my number one role model and that's what she would have done. And I watched her do that. So that's incredible. What did you, did you live with your grandmother? I did. Yeah. I lived with her. She seems like a really sweet lady. She was, oh, she was adorable. She was so much fun. You know, she was cool. I would, even in college, I would come home on the weekends. (laughs) She would be like, what are you doing home? You know, you should be out with your friends. I just, I would bring friends home. Like she was just so cool and so fun. She was, she was real, you know, yeah. and I love that about her. I think it's powerful that you bring so much inspiration. Like I, even the way you describe your grandmother is so clear. Like you, like you remember a lot of the things that, that she did and, and you, you brought that, you brought that parallel back to your life and, mm-hmm. and how you could use that. Um, for somebody who's going through something like this or somebody who is in a, who's been in a similar situation, how do you, how do you help them see this? Is is there any advice or anything you can give to help them find this clarity in their role model, whether they're next to them or not? Um, so if I could give advice to them, if like, if they don't have a mama gene, is that what you're like? That would, okay. So the number one thing is to forgive yourself. You know, I remember in the beginning, I was really hard on myself. 
And I was like, I'm not like, I'm not capable. I'm not doing what I was doing before my loss. You know, I wasn't as, um, efficient, you know, and I still struggle. I always think to myself, I'm like, man, if it was before the loss, like I'd probably be a lot more efficient. So I have to forgive myself daily. And I think that's huge. Like not to take life seriously, like forgive yourself. Don't take life seriously and just make every day count. I actually have that. I'm looking at it right now in my kitchen. I have it written big, make today count. There are days I get millions of things done and there are days that I get one thing done and I'm okay with that, you know? Um, But just to have the confidence to go for it, you know, life's, life's way too short to worry about the outcome. You you just have to go for it and see what happens. And you know what? There's a lot of chances I took that I would have never taken, you know, sending pajamas to celebrities and things like like that. And they actually wore them, you know, and posted them on Instagram. And I'm like, I'll never forget. (laughs) I, I don't mean to go off tangent, but I think this is a good point to make that, you know, to take chances because most of the time it's going to work out. I think people make up their mind in their head before they even do something and, you know, um, or they're scared of being let down or whatever, but just a random, you know, story. I, I sent pajamas to Perez Hilton and well, actually for his mother and his daughter and he ended up wearing them to, they went to a party in Los Angeles and he wore them with his daughter in public. So he had, he posted all these photos of the pajamas. He posted a video and say, telling his mom he wore her pajamas and tagged me. And it was just so sweet. I wrote him a letter. And the reason why I sent to him is because um, his mother and two children live with him. It's kind of the same dynamic, you know, as me growing up with Mama Jean. And so I wrote to him and I told him the whole story and it was just cute, but it's something like if I didn't try, I would have never known, you know? So I guess my advice would be to just take chances be confident in yourself. You know, I, I was a middle school math teacher. I never thought I'd be able to do what I'm doing. But if you work hard and you study and you have that passion inside of you, you can do anything. You know, you have to want it. That's all. I love that. And surround yourself with good people. That's huge. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, that's like I said, I'm, this is, this is incredible. I, so do you journal or do you, how do you keep track of like, you, you, you just said you looked at a little quote that said something about forgiving yourself. So do you give yourself daily reminders like that? And, and how do you, how do you help yourself remember? Um, I know you said you had your whiteboard. Do you still mm-hmm. use your whiteboard or is there something you do to just keep yourself on track each day? I do. Um, usually the night before I'll sit and I will make like a list of things that need to be done for the week, you know, a, a big list. and then I prioritize and I write the five things, you know, I try to be realistic. The five things I want to get done that day. That's, you know, most important, but to hold myself accountable. Yeah. I make a list. Um, I love reading, you know, I'll read like random articles online about, um, just like being an entrepreneur and, you know, things like that. And like I said before, just, I surround myself with good people. I have, you know, when tragedy occurs, um, you, you realize who your true friends are and I'm lucky enough to have a small group of friends who encourage me and help me. And they're everything to me. And without them, I wouldn't have, I mean, I, I would have, but 
they really um, supported me and encouraged me through the difficult time. And um, just keeping positive people around you, like-minded people that get you, I think is huge. Kind of stay away from negativity or anybody that's going to tell you, no, that can't happen. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's just, it's just staying as positive as possible, but at the same time, realistic and, you know, being forgiving of yourself, you know, um, you can only do so much. That's good. Um, a question just off of that. Sure. Kind of, for me, I've always found that positivity and happiness are always linked back to that silly little thing called gratitude for me, at least. Um, when I, the more grateful I feel, the better I feel. Um, so what, what kind of, what kind of role does gratitude play? in your life. Um, oh. you know, you, it sounds like you're very grateful for the friends and positive influences you have. And, uh, I am. So, so what kind of role does it play? And, and is it something that you practice daily, weekly, whenever you have time? I wasn't always grateful. Uh, I think I'm more grateful now than I was before my loss. I could tell you, you know, after Justin passed my husband, um, I started to realize, like, I started to notice things in nature, you know, the birds, the trees, just little things like that, that I'm like, I I don't know. It's like my whole world opened up. I started to appreciate friendships. I started to appreciate phone calls. Um, You know, just things I took for granted before, I guess you could say. Um, So it plays a huge role in my ability to start this business. Um, you know, I, in the beginning I wasn't, I blamed everybody. Um, you know, like I said, it took me about six months to kind of get snap out of it a little bit. Um, but I, I blamed it was everybody's fault for my misfortune, you know? Um, and that got me nowhere. You know, once I let that go and I realized you know, that's not the case. That's when the magic started to happen. That's when I was able to be positive and, and, um, and create something beautiful and inspire people. You know, I get, I get a lot of emails, um, just say, you know, from widows, from people who are suffering, you know, saying that I inspire them to, to keep going, um, which is really cool. And, you know, to kind of tie into the question you had asked earlier about, um, you know, if, if someone doesn't have a mama gene, um, you know, that's why I created this too. You know, I created a, a cool product, but I also wanted to, um, show people that things can happen even in the, at the worst time of your life. Sometimes it takes being at your lowest point to be here. I mean, there's a lot of instances where I'll be sitting at my laptop and there's just tears like I'm sobbing and I, you know, just grieving, you know, it comes in waves. You never know when it's going to come. Or if I do something I think is really cool and I'm like, Oh my God. And then like <laughs> just the waterworks get turned on and, but I work through it, you know? Um, but yeah, so, so I really just want to, um, you know, use this to inspire people to get out there. You know, I think about if this business didn't exist right now, where I'd be. And it kind of scares me because this is what keeps me going, you know? Um, so I guess I received one gift (laughs) from this loss 
to be able to help others. That's beautiful, Lauren. Um, gratitude and forgiveness. So just to, so I'm, I'm learning so much from you right now. So just to, just to even see this gratitude and forgiveness helped you turn all the negatives that were happening in your life, all the blame, mm-hmm. all of the, just anything that tied you down, it helped you let it go and turn that into something positive. Yes, it allowed you to start. To, yes. It's, it allowed me to help others, you know, and, and it channeled my, and I had a lot of anger too. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but um, I had a lot of anger and I had to learn to channel that anger in another way. So I kind of channeled that into helping others to like through the business, I guess any kind of emotion I had, I just used to help others. And there's no better feeling when you're helping somebody. I have to, I have to strongly agree with that. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, yeah. we, uh, we, we work with make a wish. Um, uh, and so we, we grant wishes for kids who are going through a tough time and I'll never forget our first wish. Uh, when, when we granted a wish, we sent a uh, three-year-old kid with a uh, fifth stage liver cancer to uh, Disney world. And uh, like, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, they yeah. put him in a little stretcher and they like, like they just rolled him around and he met Mickey and it was, Oh, how cute. It, it was, it was heartbreaking at the same time, but yeah, it was, yeah. it was awesome to be able to do that. And I definitely resonate with it, just how you feel and, 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 and how you're using your business to really help people. And that's as, as a byproduct, it's also helping you just become better, become stronger, sure. which is, I agree with that, which is awesome. So now, um, I want to, I want to talk a little bit more about your actual business and, mm-hmm. and, and now you're here and, and now you're, and now you're doing this and a mindset for success. How, how did you develop your mindset? Um, you know, like I said, like it took, a, it took a lot of time to, to get used to, to forgiveness or, or being grateful or getting into this positive space. How did you, were there any resources you used, any mentors, any books you read that helped you sort of just get yourself in gear and keep you in a really positive space as you kept growing your business? Um, not, not really. I mean, I have, I have a few friends who gave me awesome advice, you know, daily. I drove them crazy, (laughs) like (laughs) legit crazy, like three in the morning. Um, what do you think of this? What do you think of this, this fabric? You know, it was just, but they were just so happy that, you know, to help me because they saw how happy it was making me, you know, but, um, I guess my biggest resource was my friends. Uh, I have a lot of very smart friends who, who supported me and helped me and encouraged me and told me, Lauren, no, that's good. You know? Cause I, I was doubtful, especially with like the business side of things. You know, I, I had fun designing the pajamas and <laughs> you know, it was, it, that wasn't easy, but I remember like once that was kind of finalized, I'm like, what do I do now? <laughs> I have to sell these. <laughs> How does that work? You know? Um, so that's when I kind of reached out to my friends and they, you know, and I did some research mostly online, you know, things like that, but there was nothing like really specific that I did. I did have a friend. I, well, I have, I still have the friend who was actually starting a business the same time as, as I was. And we would bounce ideas off each other a lot, which was really cool. So I guess my biggest resource was 
friends and other people. That's amazing. I, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Um, I mean, you're, you're, you're pretty amazing yourself. So there's a lot of, uh, most people don't take negative things that happen in their lives and, and channel it in a way like you have. And I think that's, that's that there's such an important lesson for so many people in that. I mean, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you use what happens to you. And, yeah. uh, thank you. It, it all revolves around love. Um, like my, my good friend Tanya always says like, there's so much love put into these pajamas and people feel that, you know, and it's, it comes from the love that I received from mama Jean and from my husband. Um, he was so supportive of anything I wanted to do. He was just so sweet. Um, you know, I did bring up the idea about like before he passed about, honoring my grandmother in, in some way by starting some type of, you know, um, clothing line. Um, this was while I was teaching and he was awful. He was so happy and so excited for it, which kind of pushed me even more, you know, because I knew he was, he backed me up with that idea. Um, but just the love they showed me, you know, the unconditional love, um, pushed me daily, you know, and, um, even through the painful times, that's what really pushed me through. You know, I did it. I did it for myself. This is something I enjoy, but I also, I did it for two other reasons. My husband died at the age of 33. He didn't get to show the world, you know, he was just beginning. You know, he was a hard worker. He was smart. He was just awesome. So through this business, I want to, um, you know, also let people in on what kind of person he was, which kind of ties into the message. He was awesome. And my grandmother was the same. I used to say that, you know, because of the way my grandmother was, that's what allowed me to appreciate my husband so much because they shared the same values. And I'll never forget the first time they met. It was so cute. They just instantly, you know, um, just started laughing and joking around. And my grandmother loved when Justin would come. It was really cute. They had a special bond. But, um, you know, and, and the, sec the other reason is because my grandmother was a seamstress. And I remember as a kid looking through Vogue magazine with her, any type of fashion magazine. And she would point to things and say, Lauren, you know how easy that is to make. And I would look at her and I'd be like, no, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but as I got older, I'd say, Ma, I wish I had like the funds, you know, I was too young, but like, I just, I, I'm like, you should be, you should have your own clothing line or you should have your own, you know, just something. She was so awesome. So this, you know, in the, that was always in the back of my mind anyway. I always wanted to do something in honor like of her, you know? Um, so those two things are important as well on top of my passion. So. Got some incredible inspiration in your life. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah. Well, uh, no, this, this it's, it's like I said, it's, it's refreshing 
there's so many businesses out there and, and so many different people doing different things, but it's so refreshing to hear how connected you are to your product. Um, and, uh, and how yourself is, is shining through the design and, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Your, your husband, uh, made the logo. Did he? So Gene, so Justin is my husband's name and that that's his actual, actually, I got that from his, um, his luggage tag. That was the signature on his luggage tag. That's awesome. From our trip. So I use, uh, you know, I copied that and then, um, Jean, the Jean part is my grandmother's actual handwriting. So that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I remember reading that on your website and I uh, was blown away. I thought that was, that was, that was just cool to, cool to see that. And, uh, amazing. Okay. So now that you're here and, and, and now that you're, you're, you're achieving success and, and you're growing your company, how do you stay grounded? I mean, how do you, how, how do you, how do you keep yourself going? Um, you know, cause you're, you're, you're gaining so much traction now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but you still seem like you've got like such a purpose about you. How do you nurture that purpose and daily, um, when there's probably so much potential to just take this to the moon and become this huge pajama company? I mean, how do you, how do you stay so grounded in, in what you're doing and, and in how you're doing it? Well, I can tell you, I- it's, um, that is the million dollar question. And, you know, it's been on my mind for months now. Um, you know, we're coming up on our third season and just before I I jumped on with you, I was packing up orders and I have about 25 orders um, from the past two days. And, um, I'm like, how am I, how, how do I do this? Cause it takes time. Cause I, I, I personally write out each one and I thank everybody. And I love that. I never want to stop doing that. Um, so I guess it's a big decision I have to make, you know, um, on what I really want this to be. Um, because packing 25 waters that takes, I take my time, you know, I don't, everything I do is like, you know, um, every detail is, is looked at and, you know, made sure it's perfect. So this will take me a good two hours, two and a half hours to pack up. And, um, you know, it's, it's time. I was just saying to friends yesterday, it's time for me to hire, you know, maybe create a little team here because I do have to grow, (laughs) you know, um, maybe not as big as, you know, you had mentioned, but I do, if I want to grow at a natural pace, I do need help. Um, I can't personalize everything and design the pajamas and do the marketing and, (laughs) you know, the, the website, I do my own website. I'm the photographer. I edit the photographs. I do my Instagram. It's just, you know, my email marketing is all me. It's just, it's starting to get, you know, a little bit too much. So, um, yeah, I think I don't want to be a a super big company. Um, but I would like to make a living honoring them. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but, um, if I want to have a life, I need to hire some, some, uh, employees (laughs) or I'm not gonna, you know, in the beginning, like I had said, it was okay because it was keeping busy, but now it's like, I'm kind of coming out of the grief 
and I'm realizing, okay, I kind of want to have a life <laughs> outside of, you know, my business, which I think is important. Um, you know, I recently went away for a few days and I came back and I was reluctant. I did not want to go. And when I came back, I felt great. I felt better than ever, which made me realize the importance of taking time for yourself and clearing your head because I was working way too much. So are there things you do where I am? Are there Hmm? things you do? Are there things you do every day to make yourself happy or help you stay grounded? I love, and this is going to sound crazy, but I just love being outside. I love walking with the dog. I live in a beautiful town. It's right on the Delaware river, right on the border of New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And, um, very scenic, beautiful, very peaceful. I love walking my dog and when the weather's really nice. That's really all. <laughs> I love being outside. I love being with my friends. I actually have my best friend lives um, around the corner and she has six children. And I love going to their house and just being with the kids, you know, because I, I was a middle school teacher for all those years and um, I miss being around children. So I do enjoy that. They're so cute. They range from two all the way up to 15. So there's all kinds of stuff going on in the house. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I think you can learn a lot from children too. Um, that's another reason why I like to go there. Being around kids and being in nature are my two favorite things. And I, I will admit I do have, um, I am a shopaholic. I like to shop but I'm trying to stay away from that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, so you have such an important message. Uh, take care of yourself. Uh, don't let yourself get burned out because a lot of people need these PJs in their hands and <laughs> they can't get them in their hands if you get burned out. So um, no, I, like I said, I, I just wanted to, uh, just to wrap things up, I, uh, you've got such an amazing story and, uh, I, I love how you used forgive. I, I don't forgive myself enough. Um, I'm, I'm really bad about that. And I hold grudges with myself more than anybody. And, uh, and that's always gotten me in trouble and or not in trouble. It's just, it's always made me unhappy. Mm-hmm. So it's just, hard. I know. And, uh, just seeing how you've done it in your life. Uh, and, and how you've, you've practiced that over time. And, and now you're, you're glowing. You're, you're, you've got, a, you've got a great, no, I mean, no, I mean, I mean in that in a lot of different ways, but you've got a, a great company with an amazing message and you're helping so many people. And, uh, I think it's amazing. So definitely thank you for inspiring me. And I hope, uh, our listeners are inspired as well. Um, so if, uh, if, if anybody wanted to purchase themselves some of these amazing PJs, where should they go? <laughs> um, well, our site is justinjeanpjs.com. We're also on Amazon. Some of the styles are on Amazon as well. But yeah, justinjeanpjs.com. And we're coming out with our, um, well, about September 15th begins pre-orders for our Christmas pajamas. They're really cute. Perfect. And if there's anybody uh, who's listening to this podcast episode 
who would maybe want to reach out to you and ask some questions or even just get in touch and thank you. Um, do you have a, a, a contact or an email or something or a best way to reach you? Absolutely. My email is um, info, I-N-F-O, at justingenepjs.com. Or you can instant messenger, you know, well, instant messenger, listen to me, like uh, Facebook messenger me, um, you know, just in jean pajamas and I can, I can respond that way as well. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, again, uh, thank you so much. You are, thank you, Rob. This, this was, this was wonderful. And, uh, I hope, uh, everybody really appreciated Lauren. And so go get yourself some PJs. I will definitely <laughs> be getting some. And, uh, yeah. So until next time, uh, please everybody stay grounded. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of the Stay Grounded podcast brought to you by Java Press Coffee Company. My name is Raj, and I hope you found this interview helpful as you create your own ways to make daily happiness a priority. If you're interested in learning more about how your morning coffee can turn into a consistent source of joy in your life, visit www.javapress.com to learn how our products can help you do that and use the coupon code podcast for 10% off your purchase. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Stay Grounded. Stay Grounded.